Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Key 107, opening the doors to endless possibilities in the pursuit of love, peace, and happiness with your host, Rafika and Brother James. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Keys 107. I am Rafika. I'm here. I'm so excited that we are celebrating music today. We are turning the entertainment key as we open doors to endless possibilities in the pursuit of love, peace, and happiness. Brother James. Yes, this is Brother James, and I'm very Honored to know that we have a legendary uh, R&B Hall of Famer on the line with us this evening to talk about, I bet, I guess, the best era of music, and he represented very well with him and his brothers out of Chi Town, and I'm just waiting to have such a wonderful conversation. I know he has things to share about the present, the future, and of course that illustrious past. So, Rafika. Yeah, so before we bring in uh, Marshall Thompson, who is the last man standing, and he's going to give us some deeper insight as to what that phrase means. But you know, Medea Allen, our organic soul chef, is on standby, and I never like to keep her waiting. So hold on. We'll be right back. The Keys 107 and presents The Healthy Tip of the Day. The healthy tip of the day is to add variety to all that you do. While consistency is important, doing the same exercise, eating the same foods, doing the same meditation, and even doing the same work every single day can cause boredom and stagnation in your energy flow. Choose one small thing in your life that you haven't changed in a very long time and boldly change it. Introducing variety in our lives through bold change increases creativity, allows for flexibility, and adds back the wonderful element of surprise. Today's healthy tip has been brought to you by Organic Soul Chef Medea Allen. To learn more about my services, visit OrganicSoulChef.com. Back to the Keys, 107, with your host, Rafika and Brother Jay. The first hour of family is turned up in the sky. Keeping the earth and so you will be alright. They'll teach you your ABC and your Fluff presents the alphabet is available on Amazon.com and on Kindle. So get your copy today. For more information, visit them online www.thefluffffamily.com. Now, 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 
now. Now, back to the keys. 107 with your host, Rafika and Brother Jay. Okay, so we had to get some business out the way because I know today's conversation is going to go deep into the archives, the annals of R&B music. And without further delay, ladies and gentlemen, the Keys 107 Network presents to you live Marshall Thompson, original member of the Shy Light. How you doing? It's a pleasure to be on your show. Yes, sir. Likewise, we're, we're thankful to have you on our show, my brother. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am so. I am just so very excited. I know we have a lot to talk about, but first, before we get started into the background of the Shy Lights, and I know sometimes when we start talking, we all, we forget the things that we, we've been telling ourselves all day. Let's make sure we touch on this topic. So before we go deep, I want to say my condolences to you because I know that the main ingredient lead um, singer just passed away. Um, Gooding, uh, right. Cuba Gooding Sr. just passed away. And I, um, I remember you told me in the um, chat room or on the phone that he was a good friend of yours. So condolences to you on that note. And I know you guys had a show coming up, right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he was supposed to be with me in Florida. Uh, he's been with me over 45 years with uh, uh, doing tours around the country with me. So he's well. He's going to be missed. We were supposed to go into Florida, but we changed it. Now we're going into Mississippi, Tupelo, Mississippi, for the Mother's Day weekend. Mm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's like losing a brother. You know, I get 45 years. Oh, yeah. That's a long time. Right. Yeah. Yep. And well, you know, we did a lot of things. He's a good brother. Uh, we traveled uh, 70 Soul Jam, Stylistic, Satellites, uh, the Alphonics, uh, Helma and Blue Nose, Kiwi Good and the Main Ingredients. And, you know, we like family. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. All right. So we yeah. had a uh, brother, uh, uh, we got them uh, super bad Manhattans. You know, they've been with me quite yes, a while, sir. too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, you told yeah. about music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that kind of segues into a, a conversation that I definitely want to have with you. I think the Shalites is one of the few groups that doesn't have a splendor group running around singing, singing your songs. Um, there's two Manhattans, two, two stylistics. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, there's only going to be one Shalites, and that's <laughs> why you see the pictures, you only see one picture of me. I'm the last man standing, so if you don't see Marshall Thompson, then you don't have no Shylights. You know, That's if you right. see Marshall Thompson, you have the Shylights. You know, I started the Shylights from the very, very beginning, and I'm the last man standing still here, good graces of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now, brother, it is over 50 years now, right, that the group has been in existence. Is that is that correct? Yeah, 58 years. That's how long I've been with 58 years. And that in mm-hmm. itself, uh, you could have never thought of that when you was 18, 19, 20 years old in the business, right? You better believe it. You know, after I left Gladys Knight, you know, started off being a drummer for Gladys Knight. And okay. then I went to the state singers for a little while. And then I, I was, before that, I was with Major Lance playing Monkey Time. And then after that, then we, we took the shower lights and we started doing the tour dates. Okay. Okay, okay. And ever since, you've been the heartthrob of 
Chicago. You have represented Chi Town extremely well for a very long time. And so, you know, um, we're here in New York, but it, it, your music and the music of the Shy Lights has definitely been in our, in our playbook for a long, long time. So uh, let's go back. You know, let's go back. Um, let's go back to that segue from when you was a drummer, you was a backup singer. At what point did you say, I'm going to get my own group, I am a lead singer? How did that transpire well, for you? Well, uh, during the tours, uh, playing drums with uh, Gladys Knight, you know, watching them in front, Bubbles and the guys and William, and I always said, wow, should I be in the front or should I stay playing drums in the back? <laughs> So I kept playing, playing, playing around, and then uh, one day I had a shot with uh, Major Lance, and uh, Major Lance uh, uh, was late at his concert uh, in Houston, Texas, right by that Thunder Club. I had just brought in Michael Jackson and Jackson Five because you know we all come up together, and I, I sent uh, Michael to uh, Ray Barnett Center Club in Houston, Texas, and so uh, before they got there. They do the show, but they had a record called "I'm a Big Boy Now," so I had them mm-hmm. on the show. And uh, and Major Lance was late getting there, so I had to sing a number. And okay. uh, I sung a number, and we tore the house up. And I tore the house up, and the guy said, "Man, I didn't know you could sing. I knew you got mm. you on them drums, but I know you could sing. I didn't know you could sing." I said, "Well, you know what? I got a group in Chicago. You ought to let me bring them down." So he said, uh, well, they don't know the name. I don't know if they can draw the people yet. I said, well, I'll tell you what, let our, let our manager, Muhammad Ali, come with us and uh, let him draw the people because he was hot knocking out everybody in the ring. <laughs> wow. Put, put that is Ali not in the Wikipedia, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> well, we put Muhammad Ali's name up on there and uh, that he'll be there that Wednesday night, uh, along with Marshall Thompson, Robert Squirrel, Esther, in the in the shadow lights then, and uh, people was wrapped around the block. And they didn't even know who we were, <laughs> and we and we got in there and started doing our songs. We were doing Rainbow Gene Chandler, you know, yeah. singing everybody, and we had a standing ovation. And uh, ever since then, they kept bringing us back, you know, back. But where them where them guys? They ain't in the shadow lights, the highlights, whatever. Could they come back? back? Yeah, we went back there, and we was hungry. We was hungry. We was in a hotel. We wasn't making but $25 a piece. Mm. <laughs> and uh, we were sitting there and hungry, and then the money started going up, 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 and the girls kept calling us back, 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 back. So we just kept on doing it, kept on doing it, and then we landed on the big shows. You know, with the Flip Wilson show, the Sammy Davis Jr. show, the Dick Clark show, the Soul Train show. When we did that, and we was made. You know, when we uh, come off of uh, we came off of uh, uh, Flip Wilson's show. We took Old Girl there with us, and uh, Carl Davis told us to bring the take uh, Old Girl with you to sing it on the show. And we didn't. I didn't like the song personally. I think it was just too popish for us. I think we should have stuck with the strict R&B. And we took that song, sung it on Flip Wilson's show. About two months later, it came on the charts at number one. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. So um, wow. it, it really took a different view. Let me let me ask you, what was it that um, created your sound, you know, um, your influences? Uh, just how did it come together for you? 
Well, we, the harmonies came from the Dales, the Spaniels, the Eldorados, and, and the Flamingos. That's where we got our harmonies from. But what happened is we were singing everybody's songs because we didn't have no records ourselves then. So we had to try everybody. We tried Temptations. We tried, you know, we always, but we could sing like anybody out there, you know. But uh, we finally came up with the choir sound that we did in Catholic Church for Have You Seen Them? And uh, it worked. And that brought us into our own sound. Now, say that again. You found the, you, the Catholic Church. That's where right. uh, Have You Seen It was born in. Y'all, y'all created that's, that sound in church? That's where it was born. Have You Seen It? We, we took the choir harmony and heard some different, ah, wow. Mm-hmm. We said, whoa, that sounds good. Let's try that. And uh, we tried it. And we, it was in the back of our trunk. Of the car. Mm. We got to, uh, we went to St. Louis, Missouri, and with Jackie Wilson. We was opening up the show for Jackie Wilson. And um, we got on the stage at Kill Auditorium, and the radio station KTZ was, had us there, and we sung everything but Have You Seen Her? So we was getting ready to go off the stage, and the people started talking about, Have You Seen Her? Have You Seen Her? We said, What? That's our B side record. Yes. So, so the guy said, if you don't get back on that stage and sing every scene, they're going to tear this auditorium up. <laughs> we say, man, we don't know that song. That, that's our B-side. We haven't rehearsed that with the band. He said, I don't care if he say, do. he say, get on there and say, do, 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 see what happens. <laughs> we got on, on there talking about do, 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 people went crazy. <laughs> you know, and so I called Chicago back. I say, man, we've been saying uh, the wrong song for a year. Wow. <laughs> Look, we've been singing the other side. He say, we know about it. We got word. We get ready to turn it over. Man, he turned that record over. We were selling 10000 a day. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. So now. He was also. So now, wait, you were singing it live before you recorded it. Or did you record it and then you started singing it live? No, it was recorded. It was the B-side, you know, of our song. And okay. So what happened then when we got to kill all the time, we had to do it a cappella because uh, we was on tour with Jackie Wilson, but we hadn't rehearsed it with the band. Right. So when we got on, got on stage, the band didn't know it. So people was going wild. And we was wondering what they were going crazy about. But St. Louis, Missouri, KTZ, was playing the song and we didn't know it. Okay. Yeah, we got yeah, some background didn't... some background sound going on. Oh, oh yes. Uh you know what I'm going to one of my other rooms in the house and, okay. and uh, you y'all can hear even better as we go okay. once you you, okay. you play a record out and when you come back off that record it you'll be real quiet for you. Well, James, I think we should take his advice and go right into it. I think so, too. I'm ready. Okay. You ready?
You're listening to the Keys 107 with your host, Rafika, and Brother James. We have the living legend right here, live, Marshall Thompson, who the is last giving man us standing. and giving us 411. <laughs> you know, you blew me away right. when you told me that Muhammad Ali was, was your manager. Yeah, that was our very first manager, Muhammad Ali. <laughs> he was wow. called Cassius Clay then. Cassius Clay, yeah. So tell me, what made him um, think that he was going to manage an R&B group when he's a boxer? Well, our guy is named Reggie Thomas. He was our very first manager, and uh, he was working with Muhammad Ali as a, a security officer or something. And that's how we got together, you know, playing Earl Father Hines. Yeah, I know you know about Earl Father Hines. We met him uh, back in the day here in Chicago on 47th Street. And uh, Reggie Thomas was, was connected with Muhammad Ali, and uh, he's the one that actually took us to Houston, Texas. That's where Muhammad Ali used to do his training at, when he was Kansas Clay. Right, right. What a history. Yeah. What a rich history. Yeah. So t- I, I want to know how did y'all come together with the Shylights? How did you um, get the other members and and just tell me about those early days of coming together? Well, we did it in high school. You know, I went to Ingle. I mean, Gene went to Inglewood High School. Squirrel and Red went to High Park, and I went to High Park. Then I switched over to Deuce Harbor High School, and uh, we used to battle against those the, uh, those two guys, Squirrel and Gene. Uh, sung in the same group. They were called the Chanteurs. And myself <laughs> and Creole Red Jones, the bass singer, we were the Desert Arrows. And uh, we couldn't sing. We can dance like crazy. But Eugene Record and, and uh, Robert Square Lester, they could sing the Kano. So, mm-hmm. so what happened is we broke up. Each group had two members in their group, just almost like the Temptation story. You know, they broke up with some guys, and then we said, well, listen, Let's put our dance steps against the uh, Eugene record and squirrel singing. And we went over there with them, and then we really came on out, you know. We came very strong. And Eugene started writing all them hits. You know? Yes. You know? mm-hmm. Now, you were the choreographer, is that correct? Yes, choreographer, the leader, the boss, handled all the business, the one guy that's in the door to the major arena, you know, major players, the the to make up, make our career happen the way it's happening. Beautiful, beautiful. See, you know, you have such a rich history, and there's many folks who are listening, and will listen to this uh, to this recording because we will archive it because this is one for the ages that will listen and learn more in this you know hour or so with us about music, especially R and B, the shy lights, and the pride that you had in terms of producing quality sounds because it's no way your songs could be played for 50, 60 years and you didn't put pride into it. Talk about the competitive nature that you had with other groups that were on the scene at the time. Well, actually, you know, our sound, we had our sounds. So we had, and then we had a big sound. Our record company spent a lot of money in production. So we knew that we was before our time. You know, when we did those sounds of the song, just like uh, Beyonce, you know, she came out with our song Crazy in Love. Mm-hmm. And our track, it was, I played drums on that Crazy in Love. She took the track and came, and came out with a big record, Crazy in Love. I was just called Are You My Woman. But 
we put the music together, and uh, she took that same music that we had, unbelievable, when she said when she wanted to do it. We went, we couldn't believe it. Hey, we want to do your song, Crazy in Love. And we want to do the song, Are You My Woman? Well, we're going to call it Crazy in Love. She got the song, and uh, she added some more instruments under it for, for my music, but the same horn lines, same um, drums, in which I played drums on it. And uh, she went straight to number one and gave us six Grammys. So we had a chance to get six Grammys with her, you know. Wow. And then Jay-Z, Jay-Z come on out with December 4th. That's the Shout Light song. That's How Long I Love You. You know, still the Shout Light's music. You know, Fantasia, Baby Mama. That's the Shout Light's music we give her. Um, Tay Michelle. You know, I mean, it's on and on and on. So we was before our time with our music uh, yeah. Because the music that we recorded, what we knew was uh, big time music because we had strings. We had sixteen strings in our music, you know. Wow. So we had a big, a, a big sound. So we just knew that we was before our time, but we just didn't know how far. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right. So the um, going on tour, I, I I know there's so many stories that could be told traveling and doing the tour from, but who were some of the favorite uh, groups and artists that you just enjoyed being on the road with? Because you know you're going to tear up the stage and set it on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course, the Mighty Mighty Dales, you know. (laughs) Those are one of my favorites. The Mighty Mighty Dales, you know. Then when them Dales hit, that was it. I tell you, it was a great group in uh, New York, man. Man, they used to tear that stage up. We used to love to see them dance, and that was the Unifics at yes. the Apollo Theater when we used to come to the Apollo. Them guys were something else, man. I say they're good friends of ours down the line, but mm-hmm. that's one of the great groups. The Manhattans was beautiful. Uh, of course, QB Gooden and the main ingredients, they was good. The Spinners was good. When I remember they had Felipe when, yes. when they first got with the group. And he was unbelievable. You know, we had some great Groups out there that they might have they were funny exclusion them. They was great, you know. Yeah. So at the Apollo Theater, we had a lot of good talent that came through there with us, you know. And yes. uh, we started off with we started off at the top floor at the Apollo. I never remember. I mean, I mean, I never forget. Four tops. We started off the top floor and we ended up at the Star Room. Apollo mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Theater. Yeah. I was very excited about that. We left the Apollo Theater and then we went to the Uptown Theater in Philadelphia. Left the Uptown Theater, went back to Baltimore, the Royal Theater. Left the Royal Theater, went to the Regal Theater in Chicago. Back and forth, back and forth. Every other week, back and forth. That was some wonderful times. Yes, yes, yes. And that's the time, I got, you know. I got tired of... I got tired of paying uh, paying a uh, mortgage. <laughs> I was never I wasn't you never get, there. <laughs> you never seen the house, right? I, I, yeah, I said I said I got to pay a bill again. I ain't been here. Yeah. <laughs> the mortgage comes so fast. You make your head be swimming. Say it's time yeah. to pay the mortgage. What? I haven't even been in my bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> That is beautiful. I, I, I tell you now that um, as you're talking about that music, the love that you have and the passion for it, 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 it comes through your music, but it also comes through you just talking about it because it actually taking me back 
as you were talking about where you went on stage. I can feel that energy. That's just powerful, you know. So, so tell me the funniest, the funniest road story that that you can remember right now. Because I know if I ask you tomorrow, it'll be a different one. But right now, what's the funniest road so, story? Well, we had a, quite a few of them when we was in. Uh, well, actually, in Jamaica, in Jamaica, I'm doing this. We doing this show in Jamaica, and and we had a matinee show for the kids. So I told my security, you know what? I'm not paying you all today. You know, we we're only singing for some kids who was from the eighth grade, seventh grade, or whatever. So y'all stay home. We don't need no security. Went to the theater, did the concert. I went up to the front of the stage. The kids grabbed me. I <laughs> grabbed back and broke my arm. Oh, Ooh, God. You know, yeah, that I'm going to have some from everywhere. Ouch. Yeah, I say, I'll be done. This is the time I didn't bring no security because it was kids. <laughs> kids got you. <laughs> I was trying to pull away from them, and I fell backwards. And then it broke mm-hmm. my arm. You know. Wow. So ambulance came. Ambulance came like crazy, bandaged me up. I had another show that night. They said, you going back on stage? Yep. I went back on stage with the broke arm and finished the show. Wow. 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 So that was in Kingston, Jamaica. In Kingston, Jamaica. So we have a a young man who is a a fan of the Shylites, and he says uh, his name is Saji Khan. On Facebook, he says to me, Rafika, those days only the best American musicians hit in Jamaica. And I can tell you, in Jamaica, they ran red. We couldn't finish a party without their songs. I I didn't tell him. Wow. Wrote that earlier today, so you know we didn't set this up. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic! Yeah, <laughs> well, I love yeah. Jamaica. I love Montego Bay, Ocherish, and Kingston. I love those places. Mm. But you know, one mm. thing striking about what you said, the youth—you you thought there was just teenagers, but their passion. Because I was one of those guys. Now I wasn't in Jamaica. And I didn't pull you off the stage, but uh, <laughs> but but we were teenagers, and we loved your music. You know, we had as much passion as our parents did for your music. You understand what I'm saying? So you really had no age limit to loving the music that y'all produced. Right. Well. well Everywhere we go, it's always another song. You know, when we go to London, they want to hear something else. We had two number one records over in London that they never even played in the United States. I mean, it's too good to be forgotten. I found sunshine, songs like that. Uh, uh, I mean, it it was just fantastic, you know. But in New York alone, I mean, they want to hear everything in New York. You know, homely girl, write a letter to myself, told me Yes. Yes. more power to the people. Everything. They always mm-hmm. want to hear everything in New York City. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. But we still on stage. Now, we just finished Harris Casino in Atlantic City. We did an hour and a half show. Nothing but concerts. Nothing but Charlotte phone. And that was on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what do you have in store for the future? I know that... Um, you have such an illustrious past, and I know you're still touring now and you're still doing shows, but talk to us about some of the things that maybe um, you're looking to do or, you know, you might have your sights on. Well, basically, I am doing the same thing, tours, still on tour, and I'm looking to help more the, more the younger folks, get them into the right music, get them into the right ear, 
of music, you know, and try to get them away from 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 songs that that really doesn't even make no sense. You know, yes. get them into some real songs that make sense. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's where I'm I'm headed right now. So I talk to a lot of them about business, and a lot of them got to remember show business is ninety percent business, ten percent mm. show. Yes, and sir. Once they learn that, they'll be fine. You know, we've been ripped off when we was young, didn't know better, but now we know the music. I mean, I know the music backwards now. I can tell them how to get royalties. I tell all the guys, the groups that didn't get paid. I, I, they come to me. You know, they call me the godfather of vocal groups. I was awarded that from different places across the world now. So I try to tell them how to get paid, where to go get their money. And a lot of doors are open up, internet radios, and all kind of places you can get paid now if you had them hit records before. So a lot of them don't, didn't know that. My wife passed away 22 years ago. And before she passed away, she made me get on the computer. That's mm-hmm. why I'm always on the computer. I've been on the yeah. computer for 22 years now. That's so cute. I know different things, things what to do. You know what I'm saying? A lot of my friends, they still don't know about the computer. Yeah, yeah. Call, yeah. Call. I tell, I say send me an email. What? What do you mean email? I send you a, uh, express mail. I'll write a, <laughs> I'll write a letter to myself. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Uh, promoters, promoters send you a deposit on dates. Uh, they got to wait. Well, it'll be there two weeks from now. Two weeks, you can send it in five minutes. <laughs> so less. That's right, PayPal, baby. <laughs> right, PayPal. Everything is so experienced now. I mean, it's no more that, you know, uh, the check is in the mail. You know, That's hey, right. come on. It's been in the mail for a dumb month. You know, come on. Yeah. Take, take five minutes. Come on, come on now, you know. But uh, it's so much to learn. And these kids out here and these young people out here, they're kind of smart, though. I, I can mm. give it to them. They're coming on. And um, they know about the Internet and different things. So they, they're pretty smart. They just got to put their head in the right direction and lead their music the right way. Right. You right. That's what they got to do. And they got, it's, got to, it's got to be a change. It'll be a change. It might not be in my lifetime, but you know what? I do the best I can to help them. And mm-hmm. show them things. If you take advice from me, uh, I, I give them it, my best uh, foot forward and my, my advice. And it, I know some of it is going to help them. It might not help everybody, but mm-hmm. it will get to some of them. Mm-hmm. Now, so I, I want to talk about the um, James. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, James. No, good. Yes, no, I want to talk about. Yes, I want to talk about the placement of the soundtracks. So I know that you've been on several soundtracks, but the first ones that come to my mind is one of my favorite movies, uh, Dory. And I want to play oh, a little clip <laughs> from uh, from that that one. Finding uh, Dory, yes. Yes, Finding Dory. Hey, where is everyone? Finding Dory. Oh! <laughs> Wait a second. Well, that sounds like a fun challenge. Hey, Dory's missing. We've got to find her. Where is everyone? Everyone, let's work together. We can find her. <laughs> so, so how- that was a... 
Marshall, go ahead. That was a shock. That was a shock. When we found out about it was using our song on the movie trailer, I mean, it was unbelievable. Every kid in in America, overseas, Germany, Japan, Australia, where they playing that movie at, all the kids know our song. Every yes. kid know that song. Every kid know that song. I could, I was surprised, and I went to a place, and uh, some kids, some of the grown-up people, they told me, "Hey, you know that guy there?" They say, "Nah, Daddy, we don't know him." Yes, you do know him. Have you seen him? Yeah, I know that record. I know that record, Daddy. <laughs> wow. Here I am in my age. What you kids be knowing me for? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know that they went to the roof. They did over a billion dollars off that. Movie. Get out yeah. of here! Yes, yeah, they yes. Well, Dory. You know, I saw it. Mm-hmm. I saw it a few times. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> but I want to ask Crazy. you: That's How does that happen? Does do 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 you have an agent that shops your music to movie houses, or does the person that's contracted to score the soundtrack say, "Hey, that that song fits." Are you yeah, involved in that negotiation? We, oh yes, we are. We have five five uh, different uh, houses, clearing houses with our music. You know, just like in the, for different movies. You know, we're in quite a few. We got a movie coming out uh, on the twenty sixth of, of, of next month. You know, mm-hmm. we got, on the twenty sixth, it's called Beat Baywatch. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they play an old girl in that movie with mm. the Rock. Right, Baywatch. Uh-huh. Okay, that this yeah, is fantastic. That's another good one. Yeah, that's another good one. You know, and I mean, we had quite a few movies over the year. You had, you had uh, what was that? Uh, Sopranos. Oh uh, yeah. They had old old girl and the Sopranos. You know, we've been yes. blessed with all this music. You know, coming up with all these different uh, movies and different episodes. You know, that's been mm-hmm. helping too, keeping us alive. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Now, here I want to take it a little bit to the uh, the physical appearance, meaning your dress code, your 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 fashion. Talk to us about how y'all developed that style, that look that you still currently hold on to. <laughs> well, we well we did we did a, a big TV show today. I don't know. It's called Windy City Live, and, yeah. and uh, we just did it today. And we did have you seen on there. And uh, see now the the dress, we go with Cal- Cap Callaway. That's our style. Gotcha. So that means I don't care what kind of what kind of suit you have, short uh, or, or on the side or whatever. We stick with one style, Cap Callaway. We got the chain, we got the long coat, and we got the uh, the dress, the the real classical dress with the the gangster shoes. You know, yes, we, sir. Chicago style. Chicago style with the hats. That's right. Yes, sir. <laughs> Beautiful. I mean, I love it, man. I love it. You Thank know? you. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. If you notice, know y'all, like, if they ain't got that dress on, if it if, if wearing that, that uh, Cap Calloway suit, and you don't see Marshall Thompson's name in there, do not go to the anywhere to buy a ticket. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these groups have, have make a mistake. They put all these people different pictures up on there, talking about they this and they that. I don't do that. There's only one child right there, 
and when I'm gone, there's no more Shalites. Everything else can be a tribute or, you know, a tribute group or something like that. But when I leave here, that's it. Mm. Well, I'm glad you clarified that because the truth of the matter, the R&B scene has been muddied up with so many different um, groups sharing the same name. Um, you right. know, we understand, but it, it just, it, we shouldn't have to do business that way. So we thank you for trying to keep it clear for us, you know. Well, and, I'll keep it clear. <laughs> I want to say sorry. that it's not okay with me. I don't like that. I want, When I go see the stylistics, I want Russell. Right. I mean, I, I know that's people have name, to make a living. People make a living. I got it. I get it. But that just, I go see Blue Magic. I want to see Ted Mills. Right. I mean, it's just, that's you know, boy. I mean, if they're that's not the alive, that's different. Right. If they're alive now, you, and they're you kicking. You think like me. You think like me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like at it. Yeah. yeah, I'm adamant about that. I'm very, very serious. I but, just don't think it's right. But I told Russell, Russell, you are doing wrong. Y'all keep putting all of these different pictures up with these different people with you. You can't do that. You, The stylistic and the stylist is the one stylist left. Russell, you don't leave off. Just put your picture up and then put some shadows of the other cats behind you. <laughs> Put some shadows. Put some shadows. <laughs> so they don't know they don't know who it they look like. Well he's and listen, it sounds like you, you, you need to have our graphic artists work with some of these groups to help and keep it real, you know. <laughs> yeah, they got well they they catching on now. Dennis no, Edwards but, told me the same thing. Uh Otis Williams told me the same thing. You know, I said, okay. Otis, all y'all doing is putting all these people's pictures on different things and they never sung a hit. And mm. when they leave you, they think they have the right to go out and be you. And be you. And be you. Right. I mean, and expect to get paid to be you. Right. Right. <laughs> expect to get paid. And they want, more, they want more money than you after a while. They want more money. But is that legal, Marshall? Do, do, can no, they just not. legally? No, it's not. Just, I mean, no. I think it's morally wrong, but. No. No, it's not legal. You have to be an original member to carry that. You cannot go out and uh, it's uh, uh, go out and pretend that you are somebody that you're not. See, when Russell is gone, it's gone. The lead singer is gone. That's it. Okay. So what happens you when got to, you got, go ahead. What happens when you have some members of the original group that have broken up? And they go form, they go replace a Russell. Like, I know this is happening with the stylistics, so let's just keep it real. There are some members who were with them who have, who have formed another stylistics. As long they're as they're okay. original. As long as they're original members, it's okay. But they replace the lead, Russell. You can replace all you want, as long as they're original members. They mm-hmm. have to be original members. Each original member in that group has the same right as everybody else. Gotcha. But now, if you form a group with no original members in it, then you deprive the innkeeper. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a big crime pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And, and you can go to jail. So they can 
they can split up and they can keep the name and go on tour as the group. And then the other the other group still tours. So now you have two touring groups as long as some of the members of both groups are original. They got to be original. You have to it have doesn't make it confusing. Number. Yes, it does, but it but you it's legal though because you're just as much right as the next person if you're an original person. Mm. Well, listen, we know people it. have to make a living. We understand that, but well, it's just how I feel. Well, I'm not going to a concert well, unless I hear the original singer. Well, that's 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 smart and that's great, but if you don't have no original member left. But yourself, if you're the only one, by, then that's different. You have to, each member sung those records. Everybody that's, that was original on that record helped sell those records. So they have the right to do whatever they want to as an original member. But now I'm telling you something, they changed it a little because you got to own the name. Just like me, I own the Sean Wright's rights to name all the way around. Mm-hmm. Now, some guys don't take care of no business again. Remember what I told you about that? Ninety percent business, ten percent show. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You, you got to take a halt and get to the Congress and and uh, register your name because okay. somebody else can come register your name and you and you in trouble. So as long as you own the name, then you can use the name. But if you don't own the name. Oh. But many groups I know don't own the name. Well, they can't. They can't use the name unless they have somebody working for them that owns the name. Hmm, that sounds like a lot of loopholes, Marshall. Yes. Well, say say you say you the dramatics. Mm-hmm. But the person the person that owns the dramatics owns the dramatics. You work for that person that owns the dramatics, and he's not even a singer at all. Yeah, because you didn't because you did not take care of your business. Mm. So coming up, many many um, many artists coming up were very young when they got into the business. And they didn't know there right. was a business, right? Right, absolutely, absolutely. But as time go on and on, you got to get smart. They get smart because they're learning. As they go, and you're a good teacher because I think as they're listening to this show, they should be taking notes. Have pull out that pen and pad and take a few notes. So Wait, you, listen, you know. those of you, those of you who are listening online and you want to call in, the lines are open. Marshall's ready to take your calls and talk to you. Call him two one three nine four three three six one eight two one three three six one eight. I think we should go to another song. What do you think? I think a song is in hand right here. Now, Marshall, what song would you like to hear us play? Well, I don't know if you all got that, but the, one of my favorite songs is That's How Long I Love You. That's the one we gave Jay-Z December 4th. I don't know if you have that. <laughs> uh, no. I don't have that one, Marshall. <laughs> we didn't load okay, that well, one up. <laughs> well, you know, you can go to one of the number one. The other, You played the... One of the number one records goes back yes. to the second number one record. Ah, oh, yes. Have you seen this? So tell me about that session when you was in there recording that song. Have you seen her? Well, going crazy. <laughs> Getting in there. I thought we had a, a number one 
smash R&B record. That was one of my favorites. Uh, number one, I didn't know it was going to cross over into the pop market like Old Girl did, but it did. Mm. So you're saying on. that you knew when you was in there recording this song, you knew this was it. Yeah, I knew it was. A, I knew it was a big smash for R&B, but I didn't know it was going to cross over like it did. It'd be a huge record, you know. Okay.
asked for a letter or something, or anything that she would send. With all the people I know, I'm still a lonely man. You know, it's funny. I thought I had her in the palm of my hand. We're live with Marshall Thompson, the original member of the Shy Lights, the founder, the choreographer, the business manager, the man who is the last man standing of the Shy Lights. We are so Mm. happy to have him here with us. You know, while that song was playing, I forgot I turned my mic off so I could sing that song. Oh, Rafika, I I think everyone is glad that you kept your mic off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's okay. Hey, hey Marshall, I was going to say, when uh-huh. I listened to that song, I realized that you guys were probably one of the first rappers in in the history of music here. <laughs> one of the original yeah, rappers. About... <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That we were the first rapper to sing on a song, you know, and talk on a song like that, you know. Yeah. Uh, if you're if people go to Windy City Live on their computers, pull mm-hmm. up Windy City Live. They they uh, they showed you can see the show we did today on this on the show. It was a seventies show. It mm-hmm. was fantastic. They had a great they had a great time with it. And I like for people to tune in and they can see the show lights, uh, the ones we have out now. My guys is with me now. Joe mm-hmm. uh, and uh, enjoy that song. Every scene that we did on there today. Okay, we'll definitely okay. post that into our our group today, so everyone can take a look in look see at so that. We're we're getting close to the uh, closing hour for this segment, but I wanted to find out from you, looking back to the how the Shalites was marketed, how the shows were promoted, the tools that you use they've changed due to mainly because of social media. You said that you've been on social media for about 23 years because your wife said, Marshall, learn this, and you did. How has that changed how you engage the Shylights with your with your community, with your fans? Well, what happened is it made me get closer to my fans, you know, when I learned it. Um, working at it over and over and over, you know, it's really got me really closer to the world, really. I remember... Uh, wasting all my money calling Germany, calling Australia, calling Italy, calling France, called even over in Greenland, up there where the polar bears was looking at it, listening to us saying, Have you seen her? Mm-hmm. We sung up in, in Greenland. It was crazy up there, uh, 50 and 60 below zero, and we sang in Have you seen her in Greenland? <laughs> you know, and, uh, uh, but being on a computer, I don't even have to be picking up the phones and all that now. I can just run it straight to the computer, get them in five minutes, you know, if you even see them now. That's you know? right. We so look face-to-face. Had a guy call me from London over in London last week, and he's in his room. We talking. I said, I don't believe this. I just have to call, put money in the, in the phone, over and over, run out of quarters and run out of dimes. <laughs> it's just crazy. You don't run out of nothing now. And you can get them in five minutes, five seconds, really. Mm. 
So it's definitely changed how you do business and how you connect. I see that you are very active. You are very active on social media, and I want to give you just like a a big applause for that because it is the best way, especially when the radio stations aren't playing the old school music in heavy rotation. I mean, they play them once in a while. You know, out where we we live, you can't even get R&B music. Right, they they call it yesterday, you know. <laughs> but uh, we get play. I I make sure I get my own play. I send my stuff to wherever I want to send it. Like I was telling you, all the countries, different countries uh, around the world. I mean, I got friends all over there, you know, all different places. So I just send it to them. If I get something new or old, whatever, I send it to them and let them play it. And it keeps us going, you know. It, it keeps us working. It keeps us busy. And uh, it keeps us in the high energy, you know. I had the stroke on Soul Train Cruise. Me and I was with Ronnie Isley and Charlie Wilson on the mm. Soul Train Cruise mm. in uh, 2014. And I caught a stroke right there on the boat, you know. Oh, wow. And I was down. Yeah, I was down. And, and uh, when I, about six months later, you know, I was, I'm still you know, in the stroke mood. But... I play like I don't even have it. I just get on stage and do my thing. Sit down. <laughs> right, Sit down by right. the keyboard. And I just play like I don't have it, you know. Mm. And uh, just let it let it do what it do, you know. Mm. And I take my medicine, make sure I got my medicine from the doctor and try to follow the doctor's instructions and just keep on going because I'm not going nowhere till this time anyway. So just That's go on right. and enjoy myself. Just enjoy yes, myself. And- and as long as you're enjoying yourself, you just, it's like you're living out your dream and you just, every day, it's like um, a, a, a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? So, brother, Thank we you appreciate your spirit. We just, you know, uh, you. I admire you. And I don't use the fan word all that often, actually, but I am a fan of the Shy Lights. I am a fan of right yours, on. you know, and... Um, it's hard nowadays I, you, with the, the musicians and the artists, the type of music that's being played, it's hard to say you're a fan of any of that. I like to see talent. And I, like you said, they have to learn how to produce music that is meaningful, that's going to last. Well, Marshall, uh, you definitely have a home here on the Keys 107. And... Um, Anytime that you want to come by, you come on by and let us know all the good news. Listen for Oh Girl. Is it Oh Girl? I have you seen it? That's coming in the Baywatch. Uh, uh, Baywatch is uh, Oh Girls coming in there. I yes. just watched the 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 uh, the, uh, the clip. The like what do they call it? The trailer. Trailer. Movie, right. The trailer is going to be. This movie is going to be huge. So hopefully you're oh, going to get a old. lot of love from that. James the Rock. Wow. The Rock is in it. Yes. I mean, yes, yeah, it should be out on the twenty sixth. I think twenty sixth of yeah. this month. And they just—it's they, going to be huge, and so you should get a lot of love, you know, coming right your on, way. Right on. Yes, sir. Right on. And tell well, everybody to stay focused. Stay focused. And, um, and tell them. Go ahead, brother. Yeah, I mean, tell all those guys out there want to make it in their careers. Tell them to stay focused. Don't let nobody turn their heads around. And uh, remember one thing, you can't be drinking, smoking, and acting crazy and take care of no business. Because how are you going to take care of business? I never drank, never smoked anything in my life, but try to get in there and get that money. <laughs> That's right. That's why you're the last man standing. 
<laughs> right on. <laughs> so well, listen, we love you, my um, Marshall, we um, have a Facebook group at the Keys 107. We have a, fa- a fan page on Facebook, the Keys 107. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Follow us. Join wow. us. Anytime you have something to say, just come in and, you know, this is your community. Our listeners love your music. Right on. Well, send me the link so I can link right in there from my Charlotte. Remember, my website is charlotte.info. C-H-I hyphen L-I-T-E-S dot I-N-F-O. You can find out all about our tour dates, where we're playing, a lot of information on us, where we started, all the songs, different songs, and places where we're going. So just tell, tell your listeners to, to drop right in on that. And if they need any help, just uh, email me, chi1111 at aol.com. Very simple. chi1111 at aol.com. And remember, you don't have to go out of town, leave your families and all that, trying to get a hit. If you got a hit record, it'll take off on its own. Just play it. Just keep working it around, working around your home to get the right mix. And it's on its way. Yes, sir. So we appreciate that. And we love you, my brother. You. Keep up the wonderful, wonderful work. Thanks for having yeah. me on your show. Yes, oh, it sir. was a blast. Thank you. Well, you heard it right here on. at the Keys 107 Network that one of the Shylight's first managers was the one and only Muhammad Ali. Oh, that just blew me away. That was definitely a gem that I didn't know about. So, you know. And I know, you, I know you have more to tell about that one, so I'm going to make sure I hit you up later. Well, listen, listen, listen. I'm going to go get my Cab Calloway uh, uh, outfit, and the next show, you, right. if you need a backup, I'll be right there at the side. Oh, probably. no. Right. Don't, don't, don't right. encourage him, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> well, you all have a wonderful show. I yes. tell you that. You all have a wonderful show, and keep up the good work. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Right. So right. you're listening thank to you. the Keys 107 Network with Rafika and my and my husband, co-host, and friend, Brother James, who just celebrated another magnificent year walking this earth and shaking things up. Happy belated birthday again to you, baby. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so listen, we have a wonderful lineup for you um, coming up in the month of May. We have Brother Den- De- Daryl Muhammad, who's going to talk about some investments in real estate, some secrets that he wants to share about wholesaling. Then we have Miss Amy Coelho, who's going to come on and talk about dreams. She's going to teach us how to interpret dreams. And she also says that God sends messages to you through your dreams. And we're going to talk about sex in dreams. So that's a little hot topic that's coming up for you um, on the Keys 107 Network. And as well, we have Harun Nuket, who's coming on the 18th of May, who's going to drop some financial strategies on us. And then closing the month of May, we have Miss Mildred D. Muhammad, who is the ex-wife of the D.C. Sniper. She's well, got a she's story a, to tell of the absolutely. And struggles and survival. Yes, and domestic violence. We're gonna. That's going to be the heavy topic about domestic violence, the reality of what's happening in homes across America and throughout the world. So stay so, tuned. 
um, you can go to the Keys 107 Network to find out more about those shows and save the date, put it on your calendar. All of our shows are archived on blogtalkradio.com, also on iTunes. And you can go to the Keys 107 to check out those archived shows. And if you have any show suggestions, something that you might want to talk about or a person you might want to hear, call uh, uh, <laughs> email us at suggestions at the Keys 107 Network.com. Good night. You're listening to The Keys 107, opening the doors to endless possibilities in the pursuit of love, peace, and happiness with your host, Rafika and Brother James.